Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Sonny. And I am your host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes. Booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. Boom. That's right. And Jeremy, what episode is it? Kampai. This is episode 615. Kampai, my brother. Boom. Yes, yes. And uh, yes, uh, this is not our first rodeo regarding 615. In fact, uh, we had to re-record this because uh, Johnny fucked up. I fucked up. The guy with two thumbs pointing this way fucked up. And I apologize. I apologize for nothing because this is a free podcast. But yes, it was my mistake. I made a little oopsie doopsie on the first podcast. And uh, yes, so this is our re-recording of episode, at least the beginning of episode number 615. So it's a day late and a dollar short. And I apologize. I apologize to all of you faders. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. The thing is, you shouldn't have told them because when they watch the video, they're going to think, man, look at the production value on this video. These guys have different costumes, different hats, different backgrounds. <laughs> they will spend a million dollars on each episode. Yeah, no, they're not going to think that. They're going to think like, oh, yeah, these guys fucked up in the first half. We know it. <laughs> Our feeders, <laughs> they may be a bunch of drunks. They may be a bunch of Japanophiles, but they're smarter than that, Jeremy. They know what's up. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I just try to. I just trying to put paint on a pig, man. Try to make you know the best out of what we have. What is that called? That's called a painting the painting the roses red. Yeah, you're painting the roses red. Painting the roses red. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so anyway, uh, faders. Yeah, we have been a, a little bit uh, in hiatus, a little bit, uh, and that again is all my fault. Um, I've been super super busy oh man uh let's see i i painted a um what did i do i painted a mural at a um a tango studio i um i showed artwork at the tokyo international art fair and that was insane it took me like what three months to get all that work together and stuff insane in the membrane oh man but uh and then i got a couple of commissions on top of that but i'll tell you what faders Wow, the Tokyo International Art Fair was one hell of a show. My God, even though a lot of artists couldn't come to Japan, they sent their work to Japan. So there was a lot of work to see with not a lot of people there. And that is fantastic, man. It was such an incredible show. The caliber of work was so incredible. The artists that I did get to hang out with and meet and stuff are super cool. I got to see some old friends. They made some new friends and stuff. And it's always cool hanging out with like the artsy guys and stuff. And I'll tell you one thing, though, that really blew my socks off. NFTs. NFTs. Now, you might be asking yourself right now, what are you talking about? NFTs at an international Tokyo art fair? Well, yes. Right next to my booth, there's an empty booth. There's no people there. There's nothing there except for a huge poster that said, 
what did it say? It said uh, cutie kawaii NFTs. And then explained in Japanese what an NFT is, a non-fungible token. And then there was a QR code right there. And people were walking by, clicking on the QR code and buying NFTs of this person's artwork. This person wasn't even in Japan. They weren't even, they weren't even, they, they might even, they might not even be alive. I have no idea. But this person, this, this entity was selling NFTs at the Tokyo International Art Fair and they were selling like hotcakes. Now I've been exposed to NFTs a couple of times through friends. I had a couple of friends that contacted me. They said, Johnny, you got to get involved in NFTs. You got to get involved in NFTs. And I said, fuck that shit, dude. NFTs is a joke. Real artwork is the way to go. But now I bite my tongue with razor sharp teeth chomp chomp no nfts are the way to go man nfts are awesome dude and your boy johnny has a couple of nfts now before i even talk about my nfts jeremy i want to hear your take on what nfts are and how cool they are how stupid they are well, what is your opinion of nfts i have nfc bro no fucking clue i need you to tell me more about it <laughs> are you serious <laughs> oh man yeah okay really yeah I have no fucking clue, bro. No clue. Okay. I, I'm a martial artist, and I, I make I make 3D prints. I don't. I've never sold any of my artwork, although I have been paid for my beautiful voice. All right, all right. Well, okay. An NFT, for all of you who do not know, is a non fungible token. Now, what does that mean? It basically means a form of digital art, maybe a, a photo, a GIF. A, a, a painting, a, a digital illustration, an MP3, an MP4, anything that is digital that you can coin, or they call it coin, but no, they call it minting, that you can mint it and make it into like kind of like a coin. And then once you do that, it is completely original. You can't make a copy. It is what it is. And I could be wrong about this because I've, I just started learning about this about a week ago. <laughs> but um, anyway, these things are completely original and you can sell them. And when you buy them, you buy the original art piece, which is totally cool. Now, what artists are doing like myself is we're we're making our artwork into NFTs and we're selling them. So you can buy the actual physical copy as an original, or you could buy the digital NFT as an original, which cannot be copied. It is what it is, right? Which is kind of cool. Now it's starting off right now as just gifts and like uh, art pieces, right? But also some directors, some small time directors are taking pieces of their movie. Like let's say a director makes a movie, they'll take a scene from their movie and they'll make that into an MP3, not an MP3, uh, MP4 and minting that into a NFT. And so let's say you watch a movie. WTF? NFT. Oh, I'm asking what the fuck? Oh, no. WTF. Ah! You got it, dude. Man, listen, listen. I, this is tough for me, man. If I, can, I, I just started learning about this. So I just made three tough for NFTs. me too. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. But no, Jeremy. Let's see. All right. What's your favorite movie? Um, let me guess. Uh, Star Wars. The first one. Yes. Or the fourth one. Technically the same. Okay, so the episode four. Okay, episode four. Okay, so that's your favorite movie, Star Wars episode of four. Of all time, yeah. Of all time. What is your favorite scene? Um, I would have to say the um, the um, the bar scene. The bar, ooh, good, oh, nice. Okay, all right, the bar yeah. scene. Let's imagine that Lucasfilm takes that whole bar scene and then they cut it out as an, was it, an MP4, and then they mint that MP4 into an NFT, and they only okay. make 100 of those. 
and they sell those for like a thousand dollars each and you buy I mean, one that means yeah. you own a piece of star wars forever the original the original you own it shit that's awesome so that's when you awesome. watch that movie and you watch the bar scene you're like oh you see that scene i own it i hmm. actually do own it i own that bar scene Dude, that is pretty awesome. Uh, we'll own Star Wars forever. Yes. Sorry, what about residuals? Do you get residuals if you own something like that forever? For example, if I bought your NFT for your painting, yes. and then somebody painted on display in a museum where people paid an admission fee of 500 yen, do I get my nickel every okay. time they come in? Okay, now that's interesting. Uh, no and yes. Okay. No, it doesn't work like that. But if you have that NFT, that, that let's see that the part, the, the scene of Star Wars is an NFT. You have that NFT, and let's say you sell it. If you sell it, you get ten percent of how much you sold it for, right? So you sell. No, 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 no. You sell it, and then the person that has it, the person that sells it, <laughs> fucking so confused. I, dude, this is confusing for me. I, but it's crazy. But that person, if they sell it, you get ten percent of what they made. And the person person okay. who sells it, then you get 10% of that. And the person 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 who sells it, you get 10% of that, and that goes on forever. So let's just say 100 okay. people sell that. You know, it goes from one person to the next person to the next person. You get 10% of every increase of what they sell it at, which is crazy, right? Nice. So that's so you the get, whole it's, I'm, I, I'm starting to see the show. value of it now. Yeah, I'm starting to see the value. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. So I think right now people are buying NFTs for three reasons, right? Because I've, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Like, why do people buy NFTs? One reason why people buy NFTs is because they want to support the artists, right? So that's one reason. Right. The second reason is people are investing. So let's say they buy a, a, a painting, like they buy a pa- an NFT, which is a painting, right? But it's from mm-hmm. a famous artist. And um, that artist, basically all his paintings and NFTs are increasing in value. So it's an investment. So that buy, that guy buys it. And then maybe two years later, he sells it and he makes like a million dollars, right? Maybe he bought it for a right. hundred, sells it for a million, right? And then, right. and then the third reason why people are buying NFTs is because they're kind of like, um, they want to be scenesters, right? So let's just say, uh, let's say Louis Vuitton, for example, makes a Louis Vuitton logo as an NFT, right? And Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. is super popular in Japan. So then all these people go on to buy the Louis Vuitton logo. But- there's only a thousand of them, right? There's only a thousand NFT logos, right? And that's it. Once that thousand sold, that's it. So everybody's scrambling to buy the NFT of Louis Vuitton. And then once they have it, they're super cool. Then they can use that as like maybe their, their uh, I don't know, their avatar for something or maybe an icon for like maybe Facebook or something. And so it gives them kind of like a status level. And that's what's happening in the NFT world for, uh, I think it's called like Evil Ape or something or CryptoPunks or something like that. So, yeah. Yes, Jeremy. I have a question regarding that. Sure. What if I purchased somebody's art? Let's say, for example, Han Solo back there. Yeah. And I did not paint that. You painted that. Yeah. But let's say I, I purchased it before it was an NFT. And I turned around and I made it an NFT. Is that illegal? Um. Yeah. See, it's that's a dick illegal. move. I get it's a dick move. but I, I don't yeah. get, you know, maybe. I think it's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. So you're you're just speaking to somebody that's been learning about this for about a week that just made his okay. three NFTs. By the way, fitters, you got to check out my NFTs. They look fucking sweet. They actually do look pretty cool, man. I'm pretty stoked about it, man. It took me for how many? How many did you make? It. I mean, how many of each? Okay, I'm a bit. How many of each one did you make? A thousand of each one, or no, 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 no. I made it limited to ten. 
So I made okay. three NFTs of three paintings, three of my favorite paintings so far or this year, and I made 10 copies each. So if you buy one, you buy one of 10, two of 10, three of 10, four of 10. So basically that's how that works. And I'm so how much, hmm. yeah, I was going to say, I uh, think you're saying that, but how, how much is an NFT? A is it a million dollars? dollars. No, not mine. <laughs> <He's crazy. laughs> oh, real dominance will be mine. Uh, no, I'm selling mine for 0.04 Ethereum, which I had to figure out too. And Ethereum is like Bitcoin, but it's like Bitcoin's little brother, I guess, right? And 0.04 Ethereum is like 150 bucks, Ichiman Gosen Yen. So okay. I made it cheaper than the actual painting because the actual painting is like really expensive. But uh, the NFT, I think, you know, I think, you know, like 150 bucks is like a good value. Most artists are selling their shit for like maybe three, four five hundred dollars worth of Ethereum and stuff. But I'm like, you know what? I'm cutting people a deal. I'm new to this shit. I can barely explain it. <laughs> but anyway. But, NFT, so if you bought if you bought all 10, you'd still be spending a thousand bucks or fifteen hundred bucks. That's true. Yeah. Well, if you bought all 10, which is, yeah. which is the cost of a painting. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to like corner the market and if you have those then you can in return resell those for maybe, I don't know, 200 bucks each. And then you make 50 yeah. bucks a piece above that. And then, you know, then you make yourself a nice little profit. So that's cool. Sure. Okay. Uh, somebody should do that now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, faders, they are for sale. And uh, yeah, go down into the show notes and check out the link for my uh, NFTs and stuff. My page is there. It's on... um. God, what's it? It's called Unrarable, which I think is kind of cool. Rarible is kind of cool, too. It's a cool place to check on NFTs. And there's some really cool, like, cyberpunk stuff. Like, if you're into, like, a Dune, if you're into, like, William Gibson books and cyberpunk stuff, this stuff is the stuff for you, man. It's really cool. In fact, I'm surprised you're not into it yet. It's really cool. Some of the gifts are out there, man. They're really out there. I can't mm. wait for them to get, become a little bit more explicit, to be honest, though. Oh, I'm just curious if you could just make an NFT out of anything. Can I just go through my toy collection behind me and start making NFTs out of stuff that I didn't create? Or do you have to actually be the creator? I mean, I get it. It's a dick move. But do you do you just jump on this like the guys jumped on dot coms? Remember how like in the early 90s people jumped on dot coms? Like if you bought Toys R Us dot com and then Toys R Us was late to the late to the game and they, they want Toys R Us dot com. They had to pay you a million dollars in order to in order to get it. So is that the same with NFTs right now? Should I just be hopping on everything like Spider-Man NFT and Star Wars NFT and R2D2 NFT? That is a great question. And to answer it, mm. I'm going to say I have okay. no idea. No, I'm not that deep yet. I'll be there. I'm getting there. I'm watching YouTube videos and reading all sorts of stuff on it. And so I think it's pretty exciting, man. Like six, about what? Almost like eight months ago or something. One of my friends told me I had to get on it. And then after that, a handful of other friends told me that I had to get on NFTs. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. But after seeing like that art show, you know, that was insane, dude. Like so many people hmm. walking by like, oh, NFT. And they're like, you know, they're like using the QR code and they're buying NFTs right there. I'm just like, wow, this is like new technology. And this is the new thing, man. It's wild, wild stuff. It's interesting because like I'm, I'm thinking if depending on what the rules are, we, we already established you don't know what they are 100% yet. But True. I have I have things like I have autographs from Carrie Fisher. I have autographs from David Prowse, people who've passed away. I have autographs from Jeremy Bullock from, you know, Star Wars actors who've passed away. Yep. These are my personally owned items, but they're not of me. And I wonder if I could put an NFT on them if, if in, in, and sell them or if it has to be the person's estate. Like Carrie Fisher's estate is 
exclusively has the rights to those NFTs, even though I have purchased that item myself. Weird, man. I'm not a lawyer. I have no idea. Dude, this stuff is so new. I don't even think lawyers know. Hmm. I mean, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's been around for a while, but just right now it's starting to, you know, pick up in like a popularity, I guess. So. Yeah, it's pretty interesting though. Like I'm 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 blown away, man. I'm blown away. I never gave it two shits, but now it's just like after that show, I'm like, wait a second, there's something to this, right? And if I don't jump on this, fucking I'm gonna be like left in the wind, you know? But uh the Bro, you better mm-hmm. you better put an NFT on Coffee to Japan before one of our sneaky ass uh listeners does. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I know you're listening out there. <laughs> I know you're thinking about it too. Saito-san's probably already did it, that son of a bitch. Saito-san, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to get that guy, the trucking <laughs> bastard. Oh, man. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely a great idea. We should definitely make an NFT of Got Fit of Japan. We do own that. Uh, we'll definitely, you know, if if we do sell that, I'm definitely going to cut Adam 3 a cut. You know, I'll give him, like, maybe, like, 15% or something since he's the one that designed it and stuff. So, for sure. Nice. I spread the love, man. That's how Johnny rolls, man. When I win, everybody wins, man. You can't eat a whole pizza. That's bullshit. Oh, man. Um, so- Challenge accepted. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um Dude, I've been watching your Facebook and your Instagram, and um, you are absolutely killing it with your hobby, dude. I think your hobby is going to be a career in the not so uh, distant future, dude. Like, you're building all sorts of crazy, like, 3D models and stuff. Like, the first ones were yeah. cute, they're kind of cool, but now you, you built like Ed 209. Dude, is it Ed yeah, 209? I've done it yeah, let me see. Let me Ed see. Ed 2.0, I think, right? Ed to and I, oh my God, dude, from RoboCop. Yes. Look at that thing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. You 3D modeled that. Uh, Someone did. I, I printed it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that, that I, I did all that by myself. That That's kind of the thing with this hobby. It's kind of a communal hobby. Yeah. So the, these designs are available on the internet and it just takes the time. You have to like tweak them a little bit. Because sometimes they don't work with printer, you have to change some of the perimeters. That's the art part behind it, and then you you got to get it to work on your printer. This one came in pieces, so once it, once you printed it, you had to get it put together like a model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also have dun, 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 one I'm working on right now. This is a xenomorph, a really big one. Wow, wow! That's the alien. That's the alien from the movie Aliens. Is that the so queen? I've got his. Uh, no, this is a regular one. This is like a, this is like a, because the queen had like a, kind of like a big old sheet behind her head. This one's kind of got like a regular xenomorph head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, that's just something I'm working on now. I got to print the arms, the legs, the tail still, but, wow. uh, yeah, that's pretty big size. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great, dude. That's really cool. Wow. Hey, blowing up. you are blowing up, man. Hey, are you going to get like those special little paints and like those little paint brushes and you're going to like paint those, like those guys, like, um, in the 1990s, they painted like, uh, was it the little lead figures of like Conan and stuff? Oh yeah. Are yeah. I'm planning that? on doing that. It's just, it's just for me, it's a matter of time. I've got so much shit going on right now in my life. It's a matter of time to be able to sit down and paint that right mm-hmm. right now. I'm just working on printing it and getting the printing part done. I've got a bunch of, I got a pile of little things that I've printed off over here on the side. And I don't want to, of course I want to paint each one of them and spend time making each one of them perfect. But for me, it's a matter of time. Everyone must know what that's like these days. Mm. Time is, time is more precious than anything these days. Oh yeah. Especially, 
in this day and age. And, uh, we're, we're all getting coronavirus left, right, and center. Oh, man. <laughs> mm. oh by the way, speaking of our friend coronavirus, um, Tokyo just dropped the state of emergency, and um, it is wild here. I um, I had to go through Shinjuku the other day for a meeting, and I rode my bicycle through it, and holy shit, there were so many people out, dude. It looked like a, a music festival, dude. So many people running around. People are just, like, shopping and just hanging out, groups of friends, drinking on the street and stuff. It was gnarly, dude. I was like, wow, this is like summertime in October. It was crazy, dude. I was shocked. Like everybody's taking full advantage of like the last couple of days or last couple of weeks of like good weather before it starts getting cold here. And they're taking advantage of the end of the state of emergency. Um, This city is going cray cray. How about Fukuoka? How is it over there? Same thing, dude. The, um, the restrictions ended on Friday yeah. and people went fucking nuts. It was like the first day of being let out of fucking Corona jail. School's out for out summer. For summer. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 100%. So around here, we have these things called yatais, which is basically, it's like a big cart. It's a, it's a cart meets a rickshaw. So there's one guy pulling it. And it's a giant cart, and it's got, like, tables and ch- it's got little chairs stacked on it. And it's got curtains hanging over the top of it. And in the middle of it is, like, this um, big grill. And so what they do is they pull up outside of um, any street or along the river, and they sit up this little pull-your-own-restaurant pull with you. And they have their own menus, and they bring uh, – a truck comes by and brings, like, meat or noodles or some kind of, like, whatever they're making, right? Yeah. And the guy sits up his chairs right there along the riverside – and puts the little curtains down and and fires up the grill and, and uh, has a cooler full of beers. And people come out there for like really cheap like yakitori's, which is like meat on a stick, or okonomiyaki, which is like a Japanese pancake, which is my favorite Japanese food of all time. I love it. Yeah. And then like, uh, yeah, okonomiyaki is fantastic. And then they'll sit there and they'll, they'll start cooking that stuff up. And you can just smell all these gorgeous smells coming wafting down you know, the pathway and you're walking by and you might see a place cooking yakitori's. You might pop your head and said, you know, give me two chickens, you know, and the guy's guy gives you two chicken sticks. And then you walk down to the next one, like, give me a lemon sour. And he gives you a lemon sour and you shoot the shit with the guys, the old guys or the couples or whatever that are sitting there eating noodles. Then you walk down to the next one. You're like, give me a a piece of uh, okonomiyaki. It's great, man. And then there's just so many people around. Everybody's trying to get, get in there and, uh, take part of that it's so much fun wow that sounds awesome man so like uh over the weekend that area was like jam-packed with people yeah right along the river it's just packed and then there's this place called daimyo which is like our shibuya um rapungi area which is full of bars and restaurants that place was just packed man so many people Mm. oh that's crazy man um all right question Right now in Osaka, there's kind of a boom with the Bosazuka, like those dudes on the motorcycles, the Japanese Yankee gangs. And yeah. Uh, yeah, if you go to if you go to TikTok, there's like people making tons of TikTok videos of these guys running around in their motorcycles and stuff and doing all sorts of tricks and causing all sorts of mayhem. I to be honest, I, I love it. I think it's an art form. So that's happening on the west side, Osaka. I love Has that reached out there towards Fukuoka? You're a little bit more west than Osaka, but is it there 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 now too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my house right now, um, close to where I live, is right by the highway. Yeah. So they come they come down a big old group of them, like maybe 60 of them. 60? Yeah, 60. It's loud as fuck. They come down like right by my house. 
and drive under the bridge, under the highway, over over the under the overpass, right? And you can hear them just going bam 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 bam, and there's a bunch of them. So I pop my window open and I look at them. Ah, they're kids, man. They're having fun. I remember when I was that age too. I loved to drive around on motorcycles and shit. And you know, they're not really. For the most part, they're just making noise. They're not hurting anybody. They're you know you don't really see a lot of violence and shit. I mean, there's 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 fringe groups that cause violence that do drugs and blah blah blah. I'm sure, but I mean, just, just kids making noise, which is, I think is cool. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they can organize sixty kids on motorcycles to come by, I think is pretty cool. Yeah. And also, I drive a Harley, man. So my Harley's loud as fuck. So I'm not gonna say anything to him. Dude, maybe you should. Maybe the next time you hear them, you should like run out, hop on your Harley, and be like, and then you become like the king. You become like the god of like, the group and stuff. They're, they're like, oh, Master Harley Davidson, Jeremy. You know, I mean, <laughs> seriously, dude. I mean, Harleys are pretty loud, man. That is a Park episode about that. Yeah, dude. Um, By the time those guys roll around, I'm already faded as fuck. So there's no way I'm going to drive anything with wheels. Oh, God, yeah. they go late at night, I'm sure, huh? Yeah, it's usually after 10 or maybe close to midnight when they come by. And they, they go rolling by really quick. And if you don't, uh, my Harley, I got to take the cover off, unlock the locks. It takes about 10 minutes to get it going. So, yeah, I'll just have to, I'll have to keep that in the back of my mind, man, to become the king of the Bosozoku. Yeah, okay, you got to do that. Yeah, you're going to get your Batmobile <laughs> running, dude. You got to get it fast, you know? I mean, fucking, when Batman hopped in that car, he's like, boom. Go, you know, I mean, <laughs> turbines yeah. to speed. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. You got to increase the speed, the need of speed. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Well, on that note, dude, uh, let's take a little break, which means, uh, yeah, you guys are going to get the real show. <laughs> the one that we recorded <laughs> a couple of days ago. Time for the news. All right. We got a lot of news coming up, faders. Sit back, enjoy these commercials, and get ready for the news. All right. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. 
And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you <laughs> and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade badass pomade and let me tell you one thing it comes in a lid that's pretty badass this whole world is so nerfed up these days everything is plastic and pink but not ghost town pomade this stuff is a man's pomade and it is hardcore it's so hardcore it's from oakland california oakland california that's right ghost town pomade get your bait on in style proper Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Yo, what's up, faders? Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, man, that was one hell of a break. The news that we have for you, by the way, is absolutely fantastic. We got some stuff that's a little dark, and um, we've got some stuff that's actually really dark. Now we're gonna save that for after dark, man. After dark, Jeremy, we got some pretty hardcore shit, dude. And Jeremy, how can the faders get after dark? Okay, if you're interested in listening to some more cooler shit that's not going to be available on YouTube because it's too dark, yeah, uh, you got to go to our Patreon page and sign up. It's $5 a month. 
That's less than what you pay for a cup of coffee. It fucking feeds us and keeps the show going. So you're you're helping us out. You're getting some good entertainment in your own way. And then, of course, if you look at the Patreon page, there are levels. And each level is different. And I encourage you to go over there and check it all out. Absolutely. And After Dark is fucking awesome, man. It is. And actually, you know what, Peter's? <laughs> Here's a little bit of a inside baseball for you, but uh, After Dark is uh, recorded after this podcast, so um, we are a little bit more faded at that point. So uh, we actually get a little bit more wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude. Oh god, the last time we did After Dark, holy shit! I wanted a beer run after a beer run, and oh my god, dude. Oh, that was a lot of fun. But holy shit, I listened to that episode, and I was like, oh god, dude. Plus, you were sitting in a room with no air conditioning in an attic surrounded by black curtains. So it's just hot, hot, hot in there. Actually, I thought it was in hell because surrounded. Actually, you didn't see this, but around me was a bunch of upside down crosses. Like uh, the person that owns that house is a Satanist. Mm -hmm. So like there's like upside down crosses and pentagrams everywhere. I I think she's a witch, right? She's not a Satanist. She's a witch. She's not a witch. She's more of a Satanist. Okay, that know. changes on a weekly basis, I think. It's kind of like an off, off, I don't know. See, you know, the thing is that I didn't know about Satanism, and I didn't know anything about Satanism for a while, but the thing is, it's just like Satanism is kind of like, you know, the Christians, right? The Christians have got so many different uh, forms of Christianity, right? There's the uh, Catholics, the Lutherans, the uh, Protestants. They have the um, the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like with Satanism, it's the same thing. You know, you've got like this level of Satanism, you got this kind of Satanism, and so on and stuff. Yeah, it, you got the you got the Levian the the um, the Levay version of Satanism, and you've got the oh, the Latvia. Satan. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Latvia, lots of Satanism. No, no, uh, like Levay was the guy who created the Satanic Bible in the sixties. Oh yeah, uh, cr- crazy, crazy dude, and he was involved in some murders and shit, bro. It's an amazing story. We should have a whole show about that one time about oh, Satanism. Okay. And then there's a new kind of Satanism now, which is basically just atheists who took on that name just to piss off Christians. So they have the they have the satanic temple, and basically all they do is they fight for equality. For example, like um, they they go to all these courthouses that have the Ten Commandments monuments in front of them, and they say, okay, well if you're going to have a Ten Commandments monument, then we want to have our satanic baphomet mom monument up here too because you have to be equal because there's no there's a separation between church and state and since that's public land you have to have equal opportunity for all religions if you're going to have any and in schools too like when when christians want to put like uh their create creationism to schools the the satan church of uh the satanic temple comes up and says okay that's fine so we're going to also put our satanic stuff into schools and that just drives the the evangelical nuts and it's basically just it's just to fuck with people i think that's so punk rock and i love it <laughs> i love it too there, there's a whole great there's a whole great uh documentary called hail satan and and, and it has nothing to do with it. like if you're an atheist you don't believe in or, or you don't believe in anything out of the bible if you're a satan if you're a levian satanist you believe in satan and the christian devil or whatever but these guys from the satanic temple they just took that name on to piss people off Oh, that's awesome. That's so good. It's it's so punk rock. It's it's so funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, I think there should be more statues of like uh not just Satan, you know, but more just, just statues of just like 
things, you know? Like, if you go to, like, um, let's see, Hibia? If you go to Hibia Station, they get this big statue of, like, Godzilla. It's just there for no reason. Awesome, so yeah. It's like, you know, it's Japan, is Tokyo. But, I mean, in Detroit, they're trying to have, like, a RoboCop statue, right? And a lot That'd of people cool. donating money for, like, the RoboCop statue. But thus, you know, it being Detroit, they're like, listen, if we put, like, a fucking $50,000 statue in the middle of Detroit, it's going to disappear in five minutes. <laughs> You might want to try to lock that down, right? Either dead or alive, you're coming with me. Oh, man. I, I think one of my cousins will probably take it. I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that for a dollar. Oh, God. Best line. Oh, shit. All right. Well, faders, let's break into the news before we get way too faded. Um, we're going to save that madness for after dark. All right. After dark. Okay. I think you get the first story. I do. I do. Here we go. Teacher arrested over sexual assault in classroom. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that is that's that's a, says a mouthful in that that opening title. So let's see here. This happened. Uh, this was reported on October twelfth, uh, from Tokyo. Uh, police in Tokyo have arrested a twenty-nine-year-old elementary elementary school teacher. Oh Jesus! Let that sink in for a second. This guy's a creep. On suspicion of sexually assaulting a female student last year. According to police, the incident occurred in the classroom, a Sankei Shinbun reported. Um, the suspect, Yoshiyuki Takahashi, who lives in, in Itabashi Ward, close to Shinjuku, Itabashi Ward, uh, is accused of locking the girl inside the classroom sometime between mid-October and early December last year. The police said he allegedly groped the girl's breast and sexually assaulted her. And also took pictures of her body. What? This guy, this guy needs to die, man. This guy, he must, he, he must die. Police said Takahashi has admitted to the charges, quoting him as saying, "I couldn't suppress my sexual desires." Oh, I can suppress them. It's called a three fifty seven magnum to your fucking forehead, asshole. No, in the stomach, it's more painful. I'm, I, I just want him to die. Man. Or I don't Robocop care. Robocop in the balls. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, Robocop that dude. Motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. Police said that Takahashi lured the girl to the empty classroom by saying he would give her a stamp if she could go there uh, after classes had finished for the day. Then he locked her in the classroom. The girl told police after the incident that she was so scared, oh, poor thing, uh, to tell anyone what happened. However, this may, uh, however, in, sorry. Sorry. However, in May this year, she encountered Takahashi near her home. He said he wanted her to accompany him so he could apologize to her. She declined and told a friend about the incident. Um, the, the friend contacted the girl's school. Good. Good on the friend, man. That's a good friend. Uh, police, had, police said several other female students have come forward since uh, hearing, he, hearing about this with similar incidents about Takahashi. This dude needs to fucking die. Oh Fuck him. God, this guy's a piece of shit. Oh my god. Yeah, this guy's poor poor child, man. Poor yeah. children. Children. There's yeah, no poor one. children. This guy's a, a serial rapist, man. Fuck him. Oh my god. You know what, dude? Fucking I, I I wish everybody has a good friend like this girl, dude. Because that friend is just like, what the fuck? You didn't go to the police? She's like, no. This girl, yeah. no, I'm going to the police. I'm going to the school. I'm going to the fucking CIA, the FBI, the KGB. I'm going everywhere. I'm going to the IRA. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Good friend, man. No shit. Awesome. Congratulations. Dude, fucking this girl owes this friend a lot of fucking birthday presents. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's some scary shit, man. And plus, like he he's done this to other children as well. So like, this is such a violation of trust because as a teacher at an elementary school, parents pass their kids to them with an element of trust, saying you're taking care of my my little baby, mm-hmm. and this dude just wants to do crazy shit to them, and that he needs to die. Fuck him. Fuck you, Takahashi. You cunt. Fuck you, Takahashi. Yeah, I agree. All right, next story. <clears throat> Oh, I know I'm going to fuck this up. I know I'm going to fuck this up. I'm fucking faded. (laughs) Here we go. What's that word? What's that word? It's Russian. See, the thing is, French words are (laughs) tough, but Russian words are impossible. Man arrested for throwing Molotov cocktail into balcony of hospital employee. Okay. Molotov. (laughs) Molotov. 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 How do you say it? Not Molotov. It's Molotov. It's like mullet and a little bit of top. (laughs) Molotov. Yeah. (laughs) Molotov. It's a a hard hard word to say. No, you know, it's really not being a criminal. We don't know these. No, no. Molotov cocktails are dangerous. But the thing is, like, why is Molotov cocktail capitalized? Is that somebody's last name? Molotov is probably someone's name, bro. Yeah, it's someone's name. It sounds like it's got to be somebody's name, like Molotov. So, like, for example, it's like... um, It's Molotov. Uh, it's not Molotov. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> right, right. Molotov. Dude, I'm fucking faded. Molotov. Molotov. Look. No, say it with me. Mol. Mol. Low. Low. Tov. Tov. You know, the spelling fucks me up. Molotov. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of Molotov. No, stop looking at the spelling. <laughs> I don't give a Mol- fuck. I'm saying it Mol- Mol- dude. I'm, saying, I'm, from, <laughs> I'm from the Midwest. This is how we say it. Molotov. Hey. All right. So here we go. This hey. Yo, this story takes place in Hugo, police in Akahashi, Hugo Prefecture, have arrested a 35-year-old man on suspicion of arson. And property destruction after he threw a Molotov cocktail that ignited on the balcony of a hospital employee's apartment. Dude, don't fuck with anybody that works in a hospital right now, dude. Fucking, we need all the hospitals oh, shit. to be safe, healthy, and working in the hospitals. We need this. According to police, Satoshi yeah. Takai, a pharmacist, is accused of throwing a lot of cocktail at around 10:50 p.m. This is getting interesting. He's a pharmacist. She's a nurse. Um, let's see. What, let's see what else unfolds. On September 23rd, Sankai Shimbun reported he threw the bottle filled with flammable liquids onto the second floor balcony of the apartment where a 24-year-old hospital employee lives, probably a nurse. Police said the man's wife noticed the fire and they were able to extinguish it. No one was injured during the incident. Oh, my God. So it's another dude. Okay. Police arrested Sakai on Thursday. It's a dude nurse. So, yeah, it's a dude nurse. It's it's a dude nurse. Durse? It's a durse. Um, Police arrested (laughs) Sakai on Thursday after the analysis of street surveillance camera footage. Police said that he has admitted to throwing the Melanchthon cocktail but denied attempting to start a fire. I threw it. However, I had no idea it was going to start a fire. What <laughs> an asshole. Police are investigating the <laughs> I Molotov. I guess I was walking around with a Molotov. Go for it. I was walking around with a Molotov cock and I suddenly lit it on fire. 
<laughs> up on the balcony. I had no idea it was going to cause a fire. Yeah, yeah it's an incendiary, it. man. Come on. This guy's insane. Police are <laughs> investigating the motive behind the incident, specifically whether Sekai had a grudge against the hospital where the victim works. So this guy, okay, so we got two people that work in the medicine or medical industry. One is a nurse and one works at a pharmacist. Pharmacy. Um, What could be the connection other than medicine? Like you give my customers the wrong medicine for their uh, ailments? I don't know, man. I mean, usually if, if in Japan you go to the, you go to the doctor and you got to go some to an entirely different building, probably another station or whatever, or another building over yeah. to get us in, right? Yeah, they have to completely. So how the fuck? Yeah, they're not. They're usually not together in any way. I mean, some some places like where I guess where people can't move, like if you're getting like a terminal illness, take care of or whatever, you can have medicine there. But usually, it's in an entirely different building. I don't know how they even know each other and, and if he hates the hospital why is he fucking with this dude yeah and, and a lot of cocktails a serious fucking weapon that can cause a lot of fucking damage i mean the havoc that a lot of cocktail can cause dude is fucking epic dude one little bottle can cause like fucking blocks upon blocks upon blocks where did this take place hugo right yeah hugo yeah a lot of the buildings yeah. there are still fucking wood that's like old school right yeah you're right i mean fucking you can like Take down fucking like five blocks. I mean, the place could look like Detroit in seconds, man. Yeah, seriously, you're right. Um, a lot of the places outside of Tokyo is mainly concrete. Same with Fukuoka. Everything's a concrete jungle. But places like Hugo, they're just these old, you know, dried out houses from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, man. You're yeah. right. You could take out an entire five blocks or something with this one Molotov cocktail. And also, Molotovs don't make their fucking selves. Somebody has to actually get a bottle, put some flammable liquid in it, stuff a rag down in it, light it on fire, walk down to where you want to throw it, then huck it at something. Yeah, that's true. It, it's, it's a lot of premeditated shit, bro. 100%. Yeah, man. This guy's a fucking asshole. Dude, a fucking fire, dude? God, that's terrible, man. Fuck this guy, man. I think this guy should go to prison for a long time. Yeah, let him go do the hospital fucking pills. All right, moving on to the next story. Forklift forklift operator arrested on suspicion of drunken drunk. Woohoo! Kanagawa has to live. Yeah, a forklift. You know those things where they pick up pallets? Yeah. And they put them onto like, yeah. It does, so forklifts don't drive like a car. It's got like a little... uh little handle that you kind of swing around you know you got to have a license to drive a forklift. it's actually a, a serious deal to drive a forklift right so anyways uh, a forklift a forklift operator trying to say in that fast has been arrested on suspicion of drunken driving after he collided with a truck in sagama sagamihara kanagawa prefecture i thought it was a bomb according to police the accident <laughs> <laughs> hey, you put that truck in my fucking way. According to the police, the accident occurred around 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday. The mail truck driver contacted the police after the forklift struck his vehicle and the operator fled. <laughs> the Sankei Shibun reported. <laughs> he, crashed his, he crashed his forklift in this and like, 
into this like truck and he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And just run off. Like no one's going to be able to find me. <laughs> right. Bring a helmet. So, they can find him. <laughs> yeah. When, when the police arrived at the scene, the suspect Saburo Ota, Ohata 51 had returned and was given a broker. Alcohol in excess of the limit was detected. Um, the police said that Ohata admitted to purchasing and consuming 500 mil, two 500 million cans of beer at the convenience store prior to the accident. Folks, I uh, do not agree with drunk and driving, drinking and driving, but you want to know a little trick how to get out of this? Is hold on to a can of beer, and as soon as the cop walks up to your car and looks at you, open the can and get right in front of the cop. Because then he just saw you take a drink right in front of him. He doesn't know at that point if you've been drinking for all uh, two cans of beer, or he just saw you take a drink right in front of him at that moment. Okay. So it's, it's <laughs> fucks with it. I, I'm going to say this. Don't drink and drive at all. <laughs> yeah, don't drink. Don't drive. If you're driving, don't drink, man. Fucking A, fucking, it's just so not worth it. It's so not worth it, man. Fucking, we got Uber. What the fuck is this guy doing driving around with a forklift? He fucking, he lost the keys to his car. He's like, fucking dude, I lost the keys to my car. I'm just going to take the company rig. I should be fine. <laughs> He just hops on the forklift, eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. He's just hauling ass down the highway on a fucking forklift that goes about four miles an hour. Get out of my way, motherfucker. Throwing fucking cars and trucks out of his way and shit. Oh, man. Don't fuck around with this guy. But yeah, uh, dude, do not drink and drive, dude. Fucking that's Grand Theft Auto shit. He's yeah. pretty Grand Theft Auto, dude. All right, no, it'd, be, all right, it'd be way more funnier if he fucking stole the forklift. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so that would be epic he would become like our mascot except for the drinking and driving part yeah, which yeah, makes yeah, him an yeah, asshole no, no, yeah. not endorse that at all holy shit you think when he ran away he was wearing a helmet probably but you know what wouldn't it be even more funny if he got if he got cited for not wearing a helmet while driving that fucking thing <laughs> oh my god what if the helmet had those little fucking like beer holders and he had oh they're going <laughs> And there's straws in his mouth, and it's got two 500-milliliter cans in there, the, the tall boys. I was following the rules. Yeah. You're supposed to drink when you wear this kind of a helmet. <laughs> Those, there's a rule out there. It's science. I bought it at a baseball game. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here we go. Um, next story. <clears throat> All right. Suspect arrested for stealing money from man hit by train. Uh, this might get a little dark, so fasten your seatbelts. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 61-year-old man on suspicion of stealing money from the wallet of a man who lay collapsed beside a railway tracks after he was struck by the train. That's called Vietnam rules, dude. In Vietnam, fucking, like, whenever anybody was fucking, like, snuffed, they're like, well, he doesn't need it where he's going. And they used to take their fucking golden teeth, their fucking wallet, and all that shit. Don't ask me how I know that. <clears throat> According to police, the incident occurred at around 10.50 p.m. on August 29th along the Seibu Shinjuku. Oh, my God. Around the Seibu Shinjuku line. Wow. I took that line today. Shit. Yes. Yeah, Check your wallet. I better fucking look at my wallet. Well, I didn't die. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Holy shit. Is this hell? <laughs> oh, no. Hell is podcasting. Okay. <laughs> reported the man in his 50s was struck by an express train traveling between uh, Toritsu Kasai and Nogata stations. Okay, those are way far away. Police said 
Toshihiro Yoshida, an unemployed resident of Tokyo's Nakano ward, allegedly stole cash from the wallet in a bag belonging to the victim as he lay unconscious by the trunk. Oh, he's still alive. Oh, shit. You should have saved him. The victim had been riding his bicycle when he was hit by the train on a crossing. Oh, God, dude, that's fucking terrible. Security camera footage showed Yoshida taking the wallet, removing the cash, and putting the wallet back in the bag. A passerby called 119, and the victim was taken to a hospital where he died from his injuries. This motherfucker, dude, Fuck this guy, dude. He should have fucking just saw once he saw the guy, he should have called fucking 119, aka 911, dude. That's what he should have done instead of fucking taking his wallet and running away, buying fucking, I don't know, a Sahi super dry or some shit. Fuck this guy, dude. Oh my god, this fucking sucks. The guy's fucking laying, he's like, call the cops, call an ambulance, call the fucking fighter, but call somebody, call somebody. And the guy's like, oh, I'm fucking calling my bartender. Hey, you guys still open? <laughs> No shit, man. Like, if you see somebody injured, fucking render first aid. Put some pressure on it, man. <laughs> you yep. can, you know, you do some CPR. Even if you're not trained, you know how to do chest compressions. Jesus. Oh, man, that sucks, man. The last thing this guy saw before he died was somebody stealing his wallet. That fucking sucks. So Yoshida's ass bending over, taking taking wallet, his wallet. He probably only had like two or three thousand yen, 20 or 30 bucks on him. And this He's piece of crap, Yoshida, <laughs> instead of rendering first aid and trying to help, you know what? Just when takes his money. Yeah. But this fucking this this dude that stole the money, this thief, when he <laughs> dies and shit, you know fucking karma's a bitch. This guy in his 50s, what's his name? Uh, does it say? Well, the fucking guy, the guy that died. He's going to be waiting for him, dude. Whenever, when this guy, this fucking thief dies and shit, when he goes to fucking wherever he's going, limber or whatnot, dude, that guy's going to be there with a fucking like, you know, a heavenly baseball bat. Be like, bitch. <laughs> oh, the games are just going to begin. Thunderdome forever. Boom. Eternity, motherfucker, bitch. Boom. You know, it's going to be fucking insane. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> fucking unbelievable, man. That's That's cold blooded, though, isn't it? It is pretty cold blooded, dude. That's fucking some Vietnam shit, dude. Vietnam right. shit. So we're going to end on a high note here. Listen to this story. Listen to this headline. You're going to love this. Hmm. Woman arrested after stabbing her boyfriend in the head with a knife. All right. Now, uh, this I'm happened sorry. in Tokyo. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But Jeremy, there's two heads on the human body. Which one was it? Hmm. It's not specific. So ready, John Ken. Here we go. So I show a goo. John Aki meet the Hoy. Alright, so it's gotta be it's gotta be his dick. Alright, so this happened in Tokyo. Police in Tokyo have arrested a twenty-two year old woman on suspicion of attempted murder after she allegedly stabbed her boyfriend in the head at his apartment in Tokyo. According to the police, Erica Otsuka, who was Fucking probably hot as hell. Whose occupation and address is <laughs> is unknown She's is hopeless. accused of stabbing her boyfriend in his apartment around uh, in the Tokyo Katsu Shika Ward around 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, you know she's hot because she's crazy. No, yeah. yeah. Well, they crazy say chicks are always hot. Well, they say fucked in the head, awesome in bed. Yeah, stabbed in the head, not so awesome in bed. <laughs> That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. He couldn't make her come, and she's like, boink. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, dude. All right, read on, read on. I got to know what happened. Okay. Uh, It says, the victim, 
a company employee reportedly fled his residence and ran to the police box roughly about 70 meters away. Uh, the police went to the apartment where they apprehended Otska. Police said Otska has denied the charge and quoted her as saying that she did not have any intent to kill. Police said Otska was intoxicated at the time. No shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, her boyfriend was taken to the hospital where the doctor said his wounds will take about three weeks, uh, three months to recover from. Witnesses told reporters that they had seen the couple arguing outside the apartment several times over the over the past few months. I'll tell you what, man. If you got a girlfriend that has no job and she's homeless, but she does have a Rambo knife, you got to break up with her. She's been arguing with you for the last couple of months and stuff. Because the thing is, you don't want to become a bobbit. Nope. Don't want to be that. And also, I don't want to be stabbed in the fucking nugget either, bro. Like that, how how much would that fucking hurt? Someone just go to boink and stick a knife in your fucking head. Wait, wait obviously wait, wait. didn't isn't kill him, right? Head? Isn't that yeah. head head? Yeah. She didn't stab him in the wiener. She stabbed him in the head. Uh, Walking Dead style. You know how you kill the, how they kill the zombies. Holy shit! So this guy's walking around with a fucking Rambo knife in his forehead. Holy or on the side, yeah. God of me. Oh man, dude, that fucking sucks, dude. The guy's like he his brain's breaking at fifty percent, dude. He's fucking. He sounded like one of us. <laughs> no shit. No shit. I got stabbed in the head by my girlfriend. <laughs> got fear to Japan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. When they arrested her, I hope she was wearing one of our shirts. <laughs> I hope so, too. I hope so, too. As a diaper. Uh, where is this? Did this take place in Tokyo? It did. Oh, my God. That'd be so awesome. She's fucking walking away with fucking handcuffs and blood all over her face with her shirt. Oh, that would be so awesome. Oh, I mean, that would be terrible. That would be so. I hope that does not happen. Don't uh, honestly, I would. I would laugh my ass off if it did happen. If we saw the, if we saw it on, on the news, someone get just their faces blur because they can't show them on TV with the handcuffs on. Mm-hmm. So the, they'll put, they'll put a coat over the handcuffs and the face will be all blurred out. But if it's got in Japan, I would just be rolling on the floor laughing. That's so funny. You know what, you know what everybody would be saying? They're like, wait, there's Spider-Man on her shirt. <laughs> yeah, that guy's an asshole. That's you. That's right. That's oh. me. Yeah. Mm. Holy shit. Oh, man. Oh, fucking. That's a great story to finish on. Oh, my God. I am fucking faded. I fucking love it. Oh, I'm so much fun. Love fucking drinking highballs, dude. Highballs are my new drink, man. No, I think highballs are the drink of October, man. Fucking, you got that soda, you got that whiskey and shit. It's fucking great, man. Uh, although, although I do love beer, but fucking right now, I don't know. I'm, I've got a highball pick. I think this will last probably another two weeks, and then I'm going to go back to beers. Maybe back to gin. I don't know. I do love beers, but beers do not love me, man. What? What do you mean? I mean, what what I do mean is that it means it makes you get fatter. You, you don't hear you don't hear about people having like a highball gut, but you do hear about people having a beer gut. That's true. That's true. In fact, uh, highballs. I've never heard of anything. Highballs sounds more sexual than anything. <laughs> hey man, we got five minutes before I got to go to work. Want to get a highball? Oh yeah, let's do a couple of highballs. You know. Oh, Last man. time I saw old Johnny there, he was getting himself a highball. <laughs> he had a rope around his neck with his pants down. It was crazy. No, I'm joking. But, uh, <laughs> He's about to David Carradine himself. Oh, no, don't say that. Although I do love Kung Fu. That was a great show. 
I like kung fu in the movies, but in practical applications, not so good. You no, can I mean, you can TV just go on. The oh, the TV show is fantastic. There's a new one with the chick. Did you watch that? No, I can't watch a remake of fucking kung fu. That's crazy. That's ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's you know who? <laughs> did you know that um, in the in the TV show Kung Fu, when they did the flashback scenes, it was David Carradine's younger brother who played young, the the young version of whatever his character's name was in that show. That's that's fucking genius. It's the same thing as like with the, the Soprano movie. They they used his kid as fucking uh, yeah, the guy. Did you did you watch it? No, not yet. I've had no time. I've had zero time. This for the last like 30, 40 days, I've had zero time to do fucking anything, man. I've been I've been so fucking busy, man. But um, no, I really, 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 really how all right, but I, I nobody all right. Before it was released, everybody was talking about it. And then after it was released, mum's the word because everyone's like, Well, it's like um it was okay. Like nobody's saying it's it's not getting any praise anywhere, right? So I don't know. I right. no spoilers. I, I watched it. All right, on a scale of one through ten. No spoilers. I would just say six out of ten, though. Uh, there you go. Enough said. Six, six. Yeah. Six out of ten. I give it a six. Yeah. Enough said. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil anything for no, anybody, but uh, I, it's worth one one watch. Yeah, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm not that guy. But it's worth one watch. So it's like the the RoboCop reboot, right? You see the fucking new RoboCop, and you're like, ah, five point. Yeah, like that. Exactly like that, like Black Widow. Uh, I mean, I was waiting for Black Widow for years, and then finally came out, and I watched it. And went, hmm. or like the, the newest hmm. Indiana Jones movie with the fucking like the the Christmas. Uh, you're like, oh god, I can't wait. And you watch it, you're like, oh god, why the fuck is everybody dropping? Uh, the ball? How can you drop the ball in these franchises? What the fuck is going on? I think I gotta fucking go to Hollywood or wherever this fucking shit is happening and stuff. I think a lot of it happens in Vancouver, but I gotta go out there and shit and fucking be like, hey, listen, you gotta do this, this, and this, but not this or something. I don't know. I think I got more insight than a lot of people and shit because fucking I watch a lot of fuck. Well, before I got so busy, I used I used to watch a lot of fucking movies, a lot of TV. Yeah, me too, too, man. But the thing is, sometimes I think you should just leave well enough alone. You don't have to make sequels. Make something else. Yeah. Or prequels. Well, Se- dude, why not? Hmm. You can make a whole other, a whole other show with different characters in that universe. So, like, like the Walking Dead's doing right now. Yep. The Walking Dead did perfect. Like, they make different characters inside that universe, and some yep. of those shows are awesome. Like, I love Fear the Walking Dead. That's a cool show. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, but um, there's another one called the the new one, the newest one that came out, like. World Lost Worlds or Worlds of the Walking Dead, yeah, so it's like and then World or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just a bunch of, it's a bunch of different characters, and then like the next one that's coming out is going to be like almost like a what if? It's going to be Tales of the Walking Dead after we finish the original Walking Dead this season. I mean, like every episode is like a different story. I think so. I think so. Awesome. Yeah, I think so. You got like a season of like like six uh, like six episodes, and every episode is like a different like group of people or a different character or something that would be fantastic holy shit i love that kind of shit that'd be like six fucking zombie movies all thrown together oh man that'd be fucking dope all quality like good good effects good writing and shit that'd be awesome right so i have no problem making different characters inside of a established universe one thing i have a problem with taking a character that's already established and changing that character like for example i have no problem with people being gay but taking a character that's already established 
and then making them gay just to make people happy. Or I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I don't agree with that. Wait, when did this happen? Uh, there's, it's happened in a couple oh, shows, but I Superman, mean, Superman, the Superman comic, they're making like a gay Superman, right? Which is fine because it's a different. It's not. It's not Clark Kent. It's John Kent. It's it's Clark's son. That that's bisexual. Mm-hmm. New character, fine. But if they took Clark Kent, made Clark Kent gay, I have a problem with that. Yeah, because I mean, he liked Lois Lane. Right. That that was that's part of his. That's part of that character, right? That's part of that story. But if you took a new character, like even they took like Marvel took, uh, not Marvel, DC took a uh, Green Lantern a long time ago and made and made one of his made one of his iterations uh, as a homosexual person. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care about that. But I don't like when they take an, an established person, like Picard did that with Seven of Nine. Do you know? Do you know Voyager? Star Trek. Am I, am I going too deep for you, bro? <laughs> you are fucking in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was an old Star Trek show called Star Trek Voyager, and one of the characters on Star Trek Voyager was this awesome character called Seven of Nine, who was a Borg who they saved. Mm-hmm. And she was never. She, she was. She was a machine. She didn't have feelings for anyone. That was the point. She was. She was assimilated. She was a machine. Hard. For some reason, now she's in into chicks. Well, to me, that's annoying because that's annoying, why, what, kind of awesome. Well, I mean, I get it. I mean, I don't care about that in, in real life, but taking an established my point is taking an established character and changing it pisses me off. Yeah. Okay. No, I completely agree. That's like the yeah. Punisher, like having like a new Punisher movie. But yeah. Punisher doesn't kill people like Batman. He's like, oh, I don't kill people. I just that, that's wrong. That's not the Punisher then. Yeah. yeah. You know? So yeah. no, I, I completely understand what you're saying, and I agree with you 110. percent We're gonna have to save the rest of this for another episode because fucking we got to do after dark, man. It's getting fucking late as fuck. So, okay. <laughs> all right, faders, you know what to do. Um, if you're listening to the show on iTunes, give us a five star review and write something groovy. That really means a lot to us. Um, if you can sign up for the Patreon, it's fucking awesome. Oh fuck the fucking raffle. Oh shit, we got so much shit in the raffle. We forgot to get something this week because I'm a fucking asshole. I apologize. Yeah, but um, yes, we still have the raffle. The raffle's going. Um, we already have like fucking seven things in the box right now. The box is getting fucking big, dude. Holy shit. All right, we gotta end this raffle soon because it's gonna cause whoever gets it is fucking. <laughs> You just, it's going to cost us a lot of money to fucking send this shit. But um, anyway, fucking, we got a lot of fucking stuff in the fucking box and that shit is fucking awesome. And I'm so happy for you. If you win it, sign up for Patreon and uh, you get fucking after dark, you get all the other goodies that we have. We got tons of videos that we have up there. Um, We also have the raffle. You sign up, you get your signed into the raffle and stuff. And um, yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Jer- Jeremy, we got tons of stuff. We've got TikTok, we've got Instagram, Facebook. We all need fucking users and followers on those. So please follow us, share those with your friends. The TikToks are less than a minute long most of the time. You can share those easily with your friends. Um, the Instagram is dope. It's not just me and Johnny on Instagram. It's stuff that we see walking around in Japan and we take pictures of it. Some of it's funny, some of it's shocking, some of it's culturally like like weird like it's something you wouldn't normally know about japan it's really good to watch and follow that one and then another thing that's coming out and then we've already got established is got faded japan merch we got t-shirts buddy you can go onto um our our t onto our site and purchase a got faded japan t-shirt we're coming up with new ones how would you like the only guy on your street with the shirt that says have you got umpy (laughs) <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. I guarantee you it's coming. 
Oh, yeah. There's a <laughs> lot of shirts coming up and a lot of shitty shirts coming up. When I say shitty, I mean literally shitty. I mean, these are shirts. That, I know a lot of you guys are in high school and uh, probably these shirts are not appropriate for you to wear at high school. So when you wear these shirts, make sure that you have like a button of flannel over the shirt so you can like open up your flannel shirt and show all your friends how cool you are. That's what you got to do. That's what I recommend. Oh, man. Well, on that note, fucking we got to get to after dark after dark. I got to fucking hit up a fucking another uh, convenience store and get some more booze because we got to fucking read that news. That news after dark is fucking dark, dude. We got a lot of really dark shit. Like, I mean, this is the stuff that's really fucking dark that we don't really want to read on Got Vintage Japan because it's just like so heinous. Is that the right word? I think yeah. the right word is heinous. <laughs> it's really look at, look at it this way. Look at it this way. We just told you about a bitch who stabbed the guy in the head. We told you about a teacher who tries to fuck kids. And we told you about a forklift driver who's drunk driving and another man who steals money from a train. That's in the regular program. That's not after dark. After dark goes dark and deeper, man. It goes much more, much more deeper. And it's worth it. If you got $5, Throw a guy some fucking bones here, man. We ain't doing this shit for free. Help us out and help the show continue. Shit. All right. Yeah. On that note, all right. I got to get out of here. Go to the store, get some booze, and come right back. All right, Fitters, we'll catch you soon. Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't stand it! I can't stand it! You sure I should use this? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.